with me today, Carla Mercado. She's a recent graduate or student at the University of Oregon. And what did you get a degree in? Um, so I got a degree in general social science uh, with a concentration in U.S. history. And why? Why? Uh, social science. What, is, what does that even mean to you? Because that's an interesting term that's thrown around a lot. Yeah, it is. Um, so I remember it was like freshman orientation. I mean, I kind of, let's backtrack, I guess. Yeah. I kind of always knew like the inclination that I wanted to become a teacher. Mm, cool. Um, and wanted to just kind of like be in the classroom, being able to like help out students and stuff. And then once I um, kind of got into the UO, it was just kind of like a little path that was just kind of like hinted towards me just because I had a lot of support from high school um, that kind of navigated me towards that path. Um, so that was just kind of where... Um, What's the appeal of teaching for you? The appeal of... Okay, well... Um, I think being able to like influence others, I think being able to at least like spark a thought into like um, individuals, just even if it's about like themselves or about certain subjects, I feel like just learning about anything is just, uh, is just cool in itself. And Absolutely. I just kind of like that. I'm just someone that really likes learning and that really likes um, just kind of learning more about either people, um, society, just the world. Um, so I feel like it's just that I just kind of have the inclination to want to share that knowledge and uh, be able to teach another individual. I love it. So that's the ideal version of education. Education, but, of course. But that isn't necessarily <laughs> what you experienced. No, it's what, not. What was your college experience kind of like? The ups oh, and downs geez. of it? Um, that also entails like a lot just because um, it's uh, it's like understanding that like I so I'm a first generation student, um, which means that like I'm the first generation that's gonna go into college. Um, my parents' uh, highest education was uh, middle school, so wow. that's a jump. Yeah, that is. Props and to you. Yeah, thank you. Um, and it's still I still haven't really processed that. Um, so I was able to walk in the ceremony last um, June. Congratulations, um, nice. Thank you. Um, but I still, I'm finishing up one class right now. Um, but after that, I'll be done. Um, With a social science degree. Is that different than anthropology? I think so, yes. Because <laughs> my idea is that anthropology is a study of humans or societies or something. Yes. And so social studies would be, so what would you learn about? Like, what was the, what was the basis so, of, of yeah. you do? So basically, it's just like a general social science just kind of wraps up like a, it's kind of like an overview of, um, economics, political science, history. Um, so it's like a lot of subjects that I kind of had to like uh, take over the last couple of four years. Um, so it was a lot and it was learning about like different um, subjects, but it wasn't um, delving deep into anything. It was just kind of like the broad aspect of the main general idea of those certain um, subjects. And then I, after that, would go into um, like... I would take higher level classes in those certain... Um, were any of them actually interesting or were they all just kind of like uh, hoops you were jumping through? Uh, some of them were just like, yeah, definitely just trying to get through it. I'm um, trying to survive just because um, it was a lot because I was also having to work um, full time during mm, that's um, rough. college. Yeah, I was working at a nonprofit as just a, a sales associate um, and it was it was fine. It was They were really supportive just because they were super flexible with my um, schedule. Um, but other than that, it was just... I kind of felt like uh, those last four years where I had to have like a dual perspective, if that makes sense. A dual perspective. I don't... Um, just because... So I'm like going to college, you know, I'm learning about all these things. I'm experiencing like what it's like to be... Um, just being able to have access to that second resource um, mm -hmm. that wasn't available to my own family before. Um, and then it's also just clocking in um, and being 
like a retail uh, worker and it's just experiencing that. That'd be draining. Those two things would be draining. Yeah. And I did it for like four years and I completely burned myself out. I imagine. So at the end of it, you, were you just drained and have you had a chance to refill your energy or what, what's it been like? Yeah. So I feel like that's just kind of like the last four years just definitely gave me a lot of growth. It gave it put me in experiences that just I didn't think I would have to deal with, um, which kind of forced me to uh, grow in a sense that just I had to realize that um, I had to prioritize myself. Um, and it was just kind of that, that like for a while, um, I just kept putting, um, my own health aside. Um, I just was kept going to school, just kept pushing through it, was just working. Um, for a while, I even became a person in charge and took over like super, uh, like a supervisor um, position. And honestly, I don't know what I was thinking. Like, I have no idea what I was thinking. Because even now thinking back, I was like, I'm like, holy shit, like I was doing a lot. Yeah, like, it sounds like a lot. Holy yeah. Cow. And I'm just, for me, it was just kind of like, uh, my mind was so like drilled into like, I had no option. Like, this is what I had to do in order to like... What advice would you give to someone who's currently overloaded with school and work? Because you can't just leave it. Yeah, I know. It's rough. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you really can't leave either. If you leave the school, you're in debt. And if you leave the work, then you're even more in debt. Yep, exactly. Yeah. So that's just... Yeah, it was... I mean, I still kind of am like still like scrambling, but it's fine because um, so recently I took up another job because I left. I decided to leave that job just because I'd been there for five years. So that's a long time that's to be a long time one. to be somewhere. Where are you hoping to go? Are you hoping to use your social studies degree? Yes. Yeah. So right now, um, I'm not going to talk about that experience, actually, because I walked out on it. <laughs> so. Well, what would a social science, social studies degree like job look like? Would you just be working like interpersonal communications kind of thing, like a networker? Or a yeah. So HR right now, partner? I actually just recently had an interview at a local school. Oh, um, cool. So I'm hoping just to be an educational assistant right now, just kind of get behind the scenes of like what it's like to be inside the classroom and like being inside a and just a school setting like that. Yeah. What grade? Um, it's actually me in primary school, which is not what Score. I... Score. Yes. I feel like it'll be fun. Then, well, the thing is, so if you talk to people when they're like in their 20s, like they'll impact some people, but like young people are so impactful. You can be like, you're wonderful and you can do anything. Yes. They'll grow up doing anything. It's pretty cool. Exactly. Yeah. That's why I'm really looking forward to that because I feel like it'll be good. It'll be a lot of good. And so I'm curious, do you have like kind of morals and things that you're going to try to instill in people or like do you have a min an image of when you were in primary we went to primary school together we did that's yeah. wild i know but i don't really necessarily remember any of those teachers but i'm sure they influenced me more than my middle and high school teachers did yeah actually yeah Just subtly like unconsciously kind of thing i think so yes um I'm sorry, what was the question? Um, I don't know. Like, I mean, if I, if I were to be an elementary school teacher, I'd try to tell kids to be like, hey, practical mind, practice mindfulness and meditation early. Because yes. they're, start they're starting to yes. realize that like nine-year-olds and above can do it. I'm like, that'd be pretty cool. That'd be like a, a superpower for like young people to be able to do. Yeah, definitely, actually. Um, okay, I remember what you were saying. <laughs> sorry. Um, so yeah, actually, well, I don't think I'm like, I'm adamantly going into like, I want to go in and like put, instill these like... Um, Morals. Morals into like uh, kids just because I feel like um, every individual should be like um, practice autonomy and just being able to like, um, sorry, I'm kind of take it. You're, you're good. I absolutely agree. Um, but kind of, I guess the whole centerpiece of that is like, I mean, mental health is becoming bigger and bigger. And I feel like the next yes. generation is going to struggle with it even more. So I'm yes. curious, like if I like, I don't know, I guess you won't have a lot of like power if you're just going in as a new teacher, but it'd be like, holy cow, I'd try to like get phones put in cubbies and just like tell kids to be like, just be right? present. Yes, definitely. Yeah, I totally agree. And that's probably um, how I am going to be because I feel like um, 
I have a younger sister. I have younger siblings right now, and it's just kind of like having them close by and watching them grow up is kind of putting a lot of thoughts in my head that like who, what kind of like role model do I want to be? What kind of person do I want to be for them? Love it. And um, it's definitely that. It's definitely like my little sister. She just started middle school. She's um, super sweet, and she I can just see like the like the like the nerves coming up. I'm just it brings me back to being in sixth grade as well, and then. I just kind of remember like the role model that I wanted to be, um, wanted to have during that time. And so I feel like I'm just trying to practice that is just definitely trying to remind herself that like, remind her that like, she's going to be like a great individual no matter what. And that like, um, definitely how to practice um, mindfulness and stuff and how to meditate and how to be able to calm her own emotions and have control over that. Cause that's something that I know I definitely struggled with. Especially growing when up. you're that age. Yeah. Has yeah. it gotten any better? Um, she's Hopefully. actually, yeah, I don't know. I actually, cause that's the thing. It's like, I see her individually, but I don't see like, uh, middle schoolers as a whole. And that's just like, I feel like a whole different. I mean, have, have you gotten any better? Like, has your, do you think you're in a better place mentally now than you were when you were in sixth grade? Oh, definitely. Nice. Yeah. Even definitely. with all that, the stress and stuff. Yeah, definitely. Cause I feel like that's the thing. I feel like the stress kind of added that to like, it's either like, I'm going to continue to do this. Um, so I've been unemployed for like the past couple, like three weeks. Um, cause that's the thing. I just decided to walk out of my job. It was like, it was a really high paying job, which I was like, wow, okay, this should be cool. And then, uh, they wanted me to work 50 hours a week. Um, after that, I just became super toxic. So, um, I was a month in and I just kind of decided, you know what, like I haven't had a break from anything. I haven't had like, um, I haven't been able to like prioritize myself. So that's just kind of what I did like the last couple of weeks is I've just been trying to enjoy the summer. Um, Right now, thankfully, I'm in a place where I can take this time off. Um, so that's what I'm doing right now is just uh, focusing on my own mental health and definitely prioritizing how to like take care of me so that I can be ready for um, these kids as well if I want to be able to impact them. Love it. What would be your end goal with this? Would you want to be a, like a primary school teacher teacher or like a, um, uh, a higher grade or what? So that's the thing. It's like initially I went in uh, wanting to teach like uh, middle or high school. But right now, since um, I was able to just... Uh, apply to this job I want to go ahead and take it because I feel like any experience is good experience um just because um again like I'm coming from a place that like I haven't had these kind of resources around me so to me it seems like this is a great opportunity just for even to be a TA um for Absolutely. a primary school um just because I feel like right now I just deserve to like have something that's not like as um soul sucking yes and mentally draining <laughs> yes I basically like I do th I do think being I feel like jobs with like where you're just talking to people and helping out people is the yeah. best way that's like almost mentally refilling. Yeah. You know? And there just aren't that many jobs in capitalism today yes. that allow for that. And they, they don't really, the current system doesn't really want you to have time for yourself. It just wants you to keep go, go, going. Yeah, basically. And that's just kind of where my mind was just at was uh, when I was just clocking into this other job, it was just completely draining me. Like I could feel physically like it was starting to make me feel sick just because it was so like just not where I wanted to be at. Um, and it was in the like healthcare industry too, which just opened up like a whole other thing that I was really? like, wow. Yeah. What part of the healthcare industry? That's interesting. I was just, uh, it was just like a front desk position that I was like, this should be fine. It was just too much. But it was just too much. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh geez, never mind. Um, so I just decided I to left. I think everyone's walked out on a job at some point. I yeah. I really powerful, hope so. You know? I like it. Yes. I feel like it's pretty empowering. It is. Well, and there's a the whole thing. It's like, well, the employer doesn't have to give you two weeks before they fire you. So it's like you as an employee don't legally have to give them two yeah. weeks either. 
I mean, I gave him a week's notice, so I tried to. Oh, like, you didn't walk out then. I'm completely right. <laughs> in, in my head, you just like slammed the computer down and just oh, got I up and wish. left. Like, I shut up. <laughs> Check yourself in. <laughs> Literally, right? No, that's oh, jeez, I shut up. Well, so what do you do in your free time to kind of just recharge? Because it seems like you've been drained for four years to yeah. get a degree that is like less it's not that well, useful well, well you have you have to go get more if you want yeah. to actually be a teacher so, yeah. thing. so it's like a degree but it's half of the degree you actually want exactly but there's no way you can just go back for three more years right now no no right now i'm so my whole plan right now is just to take a gap year and then um reapply to um the uo for the uo teach program to get my uh teacher's license nice um but that'll be hopefully next um summer um, just right now, I want it to take at least this year. Nice. That's good. What are you going to do in the year? Are you going to work on yourself in any way or like get yeah. some, you know, some more projects going? Yeah, I think so. Um, so right now, um, over the last, so we, it's probably, we're going to start our third year of having bonsai trees, uh, my partner and I. So it's, we're at like 46, 50 something. Trees? Yes, trees. That Holy we, cow. Yeah. So that's been kind of like a huge, like, it's so therapeutic just having like something that you can like, you know, you're keeping alive. That like, It's also aesthetically, aesthetically pleasing. So have you had a bunch die on you too? <sighs> I've had two, three. It's crushing. Yes, it is. It, like, like there are moments where we're just like, oh my God, like, why did we do this? Why did we start this? <laughs> like if they're all going to start dying off. But right now we've only lost three. So it's been pretty good. I mean, we're... It's just like now just trying to deal with the climate and just trying to like um, like get them adjusted just because they are outside. So mm. they have to be in that natural environment in order to. I like it. That's actually a fig kind of going to be a bonsai someday. Yeah, I saw that. Um, hopefully, I don't know if they get, I don't think they get small figs. I think they just get one or two regular sized figs. Nice. But my That's goal so is, cool. Yeah, I actually like get really into bonsais too. I have a kumquat bonsai and <gasps> a uh, mandarin bonsai and a Japanese maple and a... And a great white oak. Oh, my so I've, gosh. So I have a handful, too. I love them. They're fun. Yes, um, they are. They say you can't keep them inside over the summer, but I still have mine inside, and they're yeah. not dying. So That's good. I'm rolling with it. Do you have yours outside over the summer and bring them in during the winter or what? Yeah. So well, what we did is like we built a cold frame. Um, just I don't know what that is. Oh, it's just, just like, like a glass. Uh, so it's just like a wooden box with like a window mm. that we found. Um I was working at a thrift store, so it made a lot. Score. Like it made really made it really easy. That'd just be fun to, to work at a thrift store. Yeah, that's that's kind of. Can you buy stuff if you work there? I know some places don't let you buy stuff. If you yeah, work there. you just have to wait like a day or so. Um, but honestly, if you hit it, like, who would find it? If you hit it, oh my god. <laughs> Jeez, yeah. Um, but it was great. I mean, yeah, because we got a lot of stuff from there. So, um, yeah, thrift stores. I like it. And then you just kind of made your own. Yeah, we made our own little just wooden box that uh, has like a window on there. And this is where we keep them in the winter just so that way um, they get protected from the snow I like that it. we've been getting. So you leave them out over winter. They get yeah. all cold. Yeah, I don't know. People said you could put them in the fridge to cold shock them. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know about that. And then you have a fridge full of trees and stuff. Yeah. I'm just going for it. If they die, I'll just get depressed for a couple of days uh-huh. and then I'll just get two more trees. And then right? yeah. <laughs> the cycle continues. I don't know. Um, when I when I first started getting plants, I got like more shrubbery kind of plants. Mm-hmm. And then after a while, you're like, I want the hardy ones. I want yes. the trees, you know. But yes. you have 46. That is so much to upkeep. Because you it have to is. water them. Oh, shit almost every other day every day um right now because just in the summer we do have to um probably like uh well actually the weather's been weird it's been like not that hot but it has been certain days so those certain days we just water them a couple more times than usual um but yeah we kind of have a watering system like down now but uh we want to build like 
a whole oh. little like setup that's just like automatic with like uh, what's like it called? drip like right above them or yeah like, with, like pvc pipes mm. i don't know we're trying to do like the whole diy stuff it's I just like that's it. kind of what we i guess has been helping with like a lot of the stress and stuff is just mm-hmm. um doing projects that like just make me happy like what is so wrong with that yeah, so. well what's so wrong with it is capitalism says oh yeah. it's not profitable to be enjoying yourself and mm-hmm. your time so uh quit it knock it off see that's the thing for like four years i was doing the whole capitalism thing just like completely working completely like into it just like on the grind every day and it was like horrible it was completely like bringing me to just be miserable so it's almost, i think that's kind of the goal of it it wants to break you down until you're fine i'll just get a 40 hour week job so i can technically survive that's kind of the goal of it is to break people down yeah honestly and that's the thing it's like i met so many like amazing individuals in these jobs that just like for me, it was just like, I was just getting really angry. Um, but that was the thing. It's like, I wanted to like process that anger in like a good, healthy way that like- Angry? Yeah. What'd oh, you do yeah. with it? What'd you do with that? How'd you process anger? Oh in my gosh. So I took like a self-defense class at the UO and that was amazing. Nice. That was just definitely like, uh, it was more jujitsu than like anything. Nice. So but no, it no was, like, no like striking, just kind of like rolling. Yeah, definitely. Just like, and it was pretty empower- empowering just cause it was like also just about, um, empowering women and just keeping them safe and stuff just because definitely like the climate where we're in right now is a little scary so you know what i've always thought about the way that they teach women self-defense they teach them like you're gonna like grapple and roll i'm like no you like get your hands and you like dig into their eyes yeah like that's what you should actually be doing if you're like actually in danger someone's actually endangering you yeah go for the kill no literally and that's basically what it was and i was like yeah it was like gouge them in the eyes and like literally yeah it was amazing and it's just like uh I don't know if I should be promoting this. Uh, bear spray, <laughs> you know? Whoa. That helps. That's big, though. Yeah. That's but... like a big canister, isn't it? <laughs> right? Yeah. Compared to regular, like, because most women have, like, mace on a little, like, yeah. keychain. I want to have mace on a keychain. There's scary people out there. I have a taser on me. So... You have a taser on you? Yes, of course have I do. Have you ever been tased? No, but I want to tase myself sometimes. <laughs> but I'm like, do it. <laughs> but I'm like, because I think it's like, I want to see, like, the reaction, but I'm like, I wouldn't want to do it on something that isn't, like, attacking me. So, yeah. Gotta do it. <laughs> you start going out to bars and, like, provoking people. What are you going to do? Attack me? <laughs> it's like, you already have your hand on your table, just waiting for it. Just like, yes, do it. <laughs> yeah, basically. So, I, so I can't do that. <laughs> That's funny. Bear yes. mace and a taser. You have both. I should get bear spray. No, oh, I don't keep have bear spray. No, I keep talking about it, but I feel like it's a good idea. So it's a decent idea. You don't run into that, that many bears, though. No, but I mean, someone's like, for some reason, my mind always jumps to like the worst case scenario, and that like, you know, for some reason, I'm alone. My phone has no service. Like, I'm about to die. Bear spray. That'd be rough. I don't know. I think regular mace would be enough. I was over at um, Sasha and Griffin's house. Once, oh. like five or six years ago, and they had uh, their parents just had some like mace in there. I'm like, oh, I wonder what that is. So I like wanted to spray it on my leg, and just even like we were outside, even just being in there is like, oh my god, <gasps> that is rough. Just regular mace. Just regular ju- mace, not even sprayed at your face. Yeah. Just kind of like sprayed around you. I'm like, that is some that is some peppery stuff. Some peppery stuff. I don't know. Most people say they don't want mace because if you spray it, it can come back in your eyes. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't know. Don't they have like that foamy stuff now? I don't know. I don't know. I haven't looked that much. I mean, it seems it. like this is all a downstream approach of how to protect women. I know. It definitely <laughs> is. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, but, it definitely is. So I mean, do you have an idea for what the upstream approach would that be? I don't know. I feel like you got to start changing the culture, like, straight up. It's not going to happen, like, overnight. But you have to, like, I don't know, give a damn about women. <laughs> like, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it is better than it's ever been. 
Yes. Would be my idea because women used to literally be property. Yeah, definitely. Um, but I mean, like, still, like, even in today's society, it's still like oh, complete disproportion towards like black and Latina women. So, like, and indigenous. Wait, what is that word used? Disproportionate. Disproportionate. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And how? Wait, how so? What? What do you mean disproportionate toward black and Latina women? And as well as indigenous women, just because um they are more likely to get either like um sexually abused or like sexually assaulted, just like uh, rather than like uh, white women are in comparison. So it's just kind of understanding that complexity as well that like um I'm not also just gonna get attacked just because I'm a woman, but also because I'm a Latina woman. So it's yeah. just like understanding that as well that like I don't know for That's some interesting. Reason, what would be the reasoning behind that? um honestly that's the thing it's just like it's rooted in a lot of like racism just um a lot of like institutions that just promote that like um so for like latinas like uh there's always that stereotype that they're like promiscuous that they're like uh it's just like this onsetting that like um i don't know i don't know if you've seen like are you mad at the role the latina role models who show young latina like who show the world that's like this is what latinas are like and then if you're not like that you're like hey I mean, I don't blame them necessarily. That's the thing. It's like, I don't like blaming individuals for what, like, society has, like, created. No, they're just gaming the system. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And then that's the thing. It's like, I feel like I don't really blame individuals for, like, being who they are necessarily. Yeah. I mean, unless Adam and, like, they are completely, like, hating, completely trying to, like, Adam and, like, want to, like. Yeah, that's brutal. Know. But again, still, okay, it gets to a weird place where it's like, yeah, someone's really evil, but it's like, okay, but if their parents beat them and then like, like, and then they were bullied all through middle school and then they bully someone else, it's like, can you really blame them? But at some point, yeah, some reason you can, you know? Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. It's like, for me, at some reason, like, you do have to like, I don't know, we can completely go off tangent. <laughs> well, what, like, I mean, I mean, you, can, you, I don't know, you can't hold it against people, but at some point you gotta be like, be accountable for your actions. But like, at what age would that be? Or at what, like, that's true. I guess for me, it's just like, uh. I don't know. For me, it's just like when I really hear about like just like how these rich billionaires are just completely adamantly doing these things. They consciously know. They consciously don't care. Um, and that's the thing. It's just like I completely. Doing things. Because I don't know. I don't know. But I don't believe in anything I hear against or for billionaires. I said it on Ty's podcast too. Oh, yeah. Because they can pay for everything. They can pay for an article and all the comments in the article and an article criticizing that article. They can dictate what they you think can, about yeah, them. Yeah. And that's the thing. Is that just like you have to learn to break away from that though? Mm-hmm. Is that like for me, like I my perspective, I feel like is a little different because I kind of feel like an outsider just because I'm looking into like uh, just what American politics like means um, and like just what that also like because of like my history degree, I feel like that also helps me with like being able to like understand just like the historical context that like comes with like colonialism and like on top of that just like uh the effects that it has like on today mm-hmm. um because the thing it's like i feel like i i talk a lot about history just with like um my partner and like my friends and stuff just because like for me it really is just like you gotta learn from history mm-hmm. like you can literally open up a, like a textbook and it gives you like an understanding of like how humans were um during this time period when they didn't have like certain resources that we do now but like that gets to a strange place where it's like it's all written in a history book from whoever killed the other people, yep, though. So exactly. I don't believe that either. Exactly That's why I'm like though. saying I don't believe things. I'm like, you don't really know unless you were there or unless, you know, because like from the other people's perspective, it could have been like, no, it was entirely different. It gets into a lot of places. It does. I have <laughs> one really interesting question. You keep saying my partner and I always refer to Kenzie as my partner. But whenever I hear someone else say my partner, I'm always like, 
Is that like a, 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 a gay relationship? Because, but then I say um, partner because I'm like girlfriend and boyfriend's like a childish term, but we're not married necessarily. I mean, we are, but like, I don't like the government. Say, <laughs> oh, say. Right? Um, so it's basically that. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it's literally that. We like, need a different word. Like, but soulmate's too hippie. Yeah, you know? exactly. There needs to be a new term for like, that's my person. Yeah, that's my person, basically. You know? And that's what it is. Um, so his name is Frank. Um, I am in a heteronormative relationship heteronormative <laughs> and wait does normative need to be on there could it just be a hetero wait what does normative mean there? i don't even know honestly so <laughs> it's just like well because it's just typical i feel like it's just typical that like you know that i would be in a straight relationship i guess but um typical <laughs> i don't know it's basically yeah, i don't know but i mean is is that bad if you do go the typical route um, I don't think it's necessarily bad, but I also don't think it's necessarily great. <laughs> so. You don't think it's great? I don't know. There's there's some joke parody accounts that take the left wing stuff and they just take it to the extreme. Yeah. Where there's one, that, there's like a tweet where it's like, it's not okay to be white. Oh, geez. And it's just funny. Like, and eventually it's like, it's not okay to be straight. And it's just yeah. like, it's interesting. I think, I don't know. So I've been talking with a lot of left wing people and right wing people. Yeah. And I don't want to get political with this, but I enjoy playing the opposite of like the opposite side. Like if yeah. I talk with a left wing person, that's true. I like like hanging out playing right wing so that any right wing listeners don't have to turn it off, you know? Oh, they probably turned off a while ago. You think so? But yeah. the biggest thing that I've noticed is that right wing people are okay with me believing something different than them. Like if I play a left wing role, mm -hmm. they're like, okay, well, it's like, you know, it's like, I don't agree with you, but you know, we can just agree to be separate. But left wing people are like, no, you have to believe what i believe and i'm like what if i don't wanna yeah it's just an interesting true. thing no that's true i completely agree and i feel like yeah i feel like when you're talking about like american politics it's definitely like that you definitely have <sighs> to like messy. pick a side and you i'm have like to pick a why? side I like know. literally why like, but i feel like that's also like billionaires have they're doing that they're, they're doing that doing that they want us to just fight each other exactly yeah. and that's the thing i mean that's kind of why i felt like about coming on the show it's just like oh why do, do i want to come and like talk to him like what oh. do i have to say but then like i thought about it and i was like you know what no i'm gonna give him the benefit of doubt because you know what the hell right and that's enough it's just people having conversations just showing people that it's like hey every single person even if you think you have nothing in common with them mm -hmm. you can just hang out and have a fun conversation that has some yeah. benefits in it you know yeah exactly and it feels good it feels good to talk to people yes exactly ball. i don't know i think that's the main reason people are being more depressed today is because they're having less conversations with strangers like when every time i go out on the street like if i need directions like oh shit how do i get there i try to just like roll down my window or, like get out and like ask someone as opposed to using a phone because like I'm not against phones. I, I use my phone literally all day, Same. but I think there's something yeah. powerful in reaching out to a member of the community and being like, oh, hey, and having a good interaction being like, cool, maybe it's not all just bad toxic news that you see on the media. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I so. agree. I mean, yeah, because but we also have to like, because we live in the liberal town right now, so it's not as scary for me to like walk out on the streets, you know. I don't feel like I'm definitely like in danger all the time, but it's just like when I hear certain like things in the news. But that's the thing; it's like I know it's the news. It's trying to like make me paranoid. The, it, it is, isn't it? That's the goal of it: is to make you paranoid. Do you think if you were in a very right wing area that you would not feel comfortable going outside? Because I still bet ninety nine point nine nine percent of the people would be incredibly nice to you. That's the thing is like I I have coworkers that are definitely like right leaning, and that's the thing. It's just like it comes down to like I don't know. It comes just down to like people's perspectives and like their inner worlds or mm -hmm. whatever. Because like that just kind of like I feel like downplays like how they view like the world, and I feel like that also has to do with like history, the way that they view history, and like 
I feel I'm telling you, I always come back around to it just because like it's effects. It has like on today. Well, I was just curious, like how does history affect my politics? I, I could see maybe I just I'm curious how. Well, it just depends like how you view the history, because um, I feel like that's the thing. It's just like I see a lot of like Republicans like still holding up like um, Confederate? Is, the Confederate flag. Yeah. And I'm just like, you don't see conf I have never seen a Confederate flag in person. About? I've seen him what? on the news. And if you look at <gasps> 360 million people. And if it's 10 or if 100 of them, so it's 0.005% oh my do something toxic, that doesn't account for a lot of people. I mean, it doesn't. No. And that's the thing. It's like, for me, I actually don't mind them. When they like are out in a, okay, no, because that's the thing. So when they're out and about and they're blatantly like having like their Trump 2020 like shirts, I'm like, cool. Like you're, ad you're adamantly like accepting the fact that like that's who you are. Mm -hmm. Great. I'm going to stay away. But like the thing is like, for me, it's like the moderates that kind of scare me. Like the, the ones. moderates? Yeah. Like the ones that are just kind of like, you know. I would yeah. consider myself moderate. <gasps> yeah. Ooh. I think the left and the right equally have good and bad is what I'd say. But that's the thing. The centrists are just like the ones that are just like, okay, cool. I'm just going to like hang out in the middle, but not really decide. But I'm like, yo, you got to decide kind of. <laughs> we, like We maybe I think, but then you're telling people but, to pick teams but that's the thing i know gosh this is where i tr contradict myself right it's like well, so but that's the thing it's just like i'm not saying <laughs> oh geez now you got me like because do you agree with everything the left says no right and but if you're on the team you have to or else you're kind of no, kicked off the team but no i mean that's how it is like with how the very it is. Far. that's the thing i'm like I'm way off the team. Like nice. I'm nowhere even like in the team. Mm -hmm. So that's the thing. It's just like for me, like I really, my perspective is just like, it kind of doesn't matter. But that's the thing. I'm being told that it doesn't matter. Ah, interesting. See, I'm being told my perspective does matter. And I'm like, well, I don't want to have a perspective. Then does it matter? Because um, I don't know. Here's the thing. Um, within the first, Thomas's first interview, I'm like, I hate Joe Biden. And I'm like, I haven't even listened to Joe Biden talk. I've only read things about him. I'm like, and that was probably paid for people. I'm like, you know what? I really haven't seen talk and you're going to hate this, but I'm like, I'm going to watch one Trump speech and I listen to him talk. And I'm like, I understand why he spoke to half the country. Yeah. He, he cut through the political jargon. Yeah. And I respect that about him. I don't agree with his policies. I don't agree with anything, but I can respect I can give him the, the the props that he knew what he was doing. He he wasn't just like, oh, wow. Like, I mean, everyone just discounted him. He's like, he's not going to win. And then he won. And then I'm like, people are going to discount him again in 2020 and he might win. People have to be like, hopefully not. No, straight up. I actually have like a fear that he probably will get reelected. Because people are discounting him. Mm -hmm. And it's like he, he is speaking to a large percentage of disenfranchised, tends to be poorer white people in yep. the entire Midwest. Yep. And you listen to him talk and you're like, I entirely see how he could appeal to those people. Exactly. That's the thing. It's like, I'm always on the borderline. Like, is he like, a, like, is he a an idiot or? or is he a fucking genius? Because that's the thing. But I feel like mostly he is an idiot. Because I feel like also he doesn't really know what he's doing, but he knows how to play them. He knows how to play a very specific game that he got a huge head start on. Is yes. what I'll give him props for. Yes, exactly. And I feel like that's just the thing. It's like for me at this point, honestly, if you're still supporting him, like, I don't know. Like you got some like deep digging to do. I, am a, I, I, I would never say I support him, but I'm not so vehemently against him that I can't entertain a conversation where he isn't immediately discredited. If there's I mean, a conversation where people are like, no, he has nothing of benefit to gain. I'm like, well, he played a large part in making sure that the Hong Kong riots ended peacefully. I'm like, I'll give him benefit for that. And in, um, cause they're all like huge thing. And he told, he did the trade mess up with China and he like went on, that's the, the, it, the thing I've heard him say, he was like, 
if this doesn't end peacefully with Hong Kong, it's going to get a lot worse for China trade-wise. And then two days later, the, the, it ended peacefully and the protesters got their demands. I'm like, cool. He just prevented a lot of protesters from being Tiananmen squared by the Chinese government. I'm like, I am for that. And just a couple of things he's done. I'm like, like 1% of what he does is halfway decent is I what mean, I'll give him. I guess. But for me, it's like the whole, I, it always comes down to like child separation. There are literal oh kids still in the cages right yes. now. Like I, that's. I don't know. For me, it's like, I. it just depends on the perspective that you, like, you want to take. Um, but yeah. see, I'm not agreeing with that side of him. And I'm not even agreeing with him as a person. But it's like at some point, as Kanye said, the blood, the crib has to shake the blood's hand. Like they have to like just be like, hey, you have some merits. And I'm sorry we were so against you. Can we just like meet and agree that like we both have some like, because everyone's like, oh, um, Trump is awful and Obama's better. I'm like, but the thing, Obama, Obama did... deported more people yep, than Trump. Exactly. Obama increased exactly. the drone budget. So people exactly. are like, Trump's misogynistic. I'm like, you're claiming a guy is mean to women when the other kid, when the other guy bombed a bunch of innocent women and children. Yep. How are those even that's comparable? The thing. Yeah. And that's the thing about American politics, though. It's just like, it's hard. It's messy. It's, it is so messy. And the thing is, like, the media has a huge influence on, like, how Absolutely. we completely get to get, like, divided. Honestly, I feel like the one thing, like, Trump, I feel like, unveiled just, like, a big part of, like, what the America, like, is as well 100%. right now. Yes. And I feel like that's the thing. It's, like, I gave him, like, credit for that. That, like, most people wanted to, like, when we were, like, living under Obama, I feel like we started entering this, like, bubble of, like, oh, we're completely Everything's great. Good. Everything's Absolutely. awesome. And I'm just, like, no. Like, uh, what? Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, that's and the thing. It, it's, like, Trump kind of unveiled that. So. He did. And if he loses, the, his fan base still exists. It just means it's barely under 50%. Yeah. That's also the scary. Well, it's not. Uh, it's scary. I don't know. I want. I really want to talk with like a vehement Trump supporter. Me too. But then that's the thing. It's like, would they even care about my opinion? Like, would they? But you're assuming negative before you I even know, engage in the conversation. That's the disconnect. Is I both know. sides do it's that. It's true. But that's the thing. I feel like is it coming from like a bad place though? Because there is like paranoia that oh, I'm starting yeah. to like develop. Well, like, no, there's horrible people on the right, but there's horrible people on the left. That's true. Like there's. Um, I can't trust anyone. Right? If someone. Someone. Uh, Nick. Nicholas Christakis or something was giving a speech at a university and some far left protester put a bike lock in a, in a pillowcase and came and tried to hit him on the head with oh it. God. And I'm like, that's pretty bad too. Like, I don't know. It's all propaganda. You really can't believe any of it. You just have to have conversations with people of different beliefs. That's true. Like I mean, this. that's the thing. Yeah. And that's the thing. I feel like, cause I tried to stay like, I don't know. For my, for a while I was really negative for a while. I was like, no, I hate everything. But like, that's their goal. That's their goal. You're letting them win. Basically. And that's honestly what it was. It's just like, it, basically what you just said. Like, I'm letting them win. I'm starting to, like, hate myself. I'm starting to, like, hate other things. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, no. Like, um, so for me, like, right now, it's like I'm trying to practice that. It's just trying to, like, um, love myself because that's what you said. Like, it's not what they want. They don't. Right now, they're not getting, like, a profit with, like, me right now yeah. at all neither am that's i powerful that's powerful <laughs> i though. know but, that's the thing. And that's but the you're thing. staying alive and you're happier so exactly. what do you mean you're not getting a profit you're getting a mental and exactly you know, spiritual profit no anything. seriously for real because that's the thing it's like i needed that i needed that right now especially before like wanting to pursue anything because i feel like i just had to like stop because just my mind kept racing like nonstop. I wasn't like sleeping. I wasn't eating. So it's just like, what What the heck? Like wasn't eating, wasn't eating like fasting or like just like you just eat a meal a day kind of thing? It was like the whole intermittent fasting that like now I'm like, fuck, it's a lot of like bullshit. Um, Wait, really? Because yeah. I'm, I'm kind of in intermittent fasting. What's, really? the, what's the argument against it? Um, Just that like it's kind of toxic because you are kind of making like you are having like a break. I don't know. It's just like the whole like, how long are you doing it for? That's the thing. Like, what's your break apart? 
my diet's pretty much i eat like teaspoons of grass-fed butter and salt and uh, collagen that's pretty much what i eat what i'll occasionally eat a meal but i don't know tiger just... you need to eat Please. <laughs> i don't know it's like you get the main nutrients i'm like i really really think the keto diet's the way to go i just don't have what? the fat on my body to go keto so i'm trying to go like half keto and get like i don't know I don't know. I really don't know. What? Here's the thing. I went to college for kinesiology, study mm -hmm. of the human body. My last year while I was taking upper division classes, they told me something that was certifiably false. They're like, you at least need some glucose in your day for part of the Krebs or the whatever, some cycle. And then I went home and looked it up. I'm like, that's certifiably not true. Why did I just pay hundreds of dollars for someone to lie to me and yeah. tell me previous information? So I don't know all that much about nutrition. I just know my biggest thing is we are told to not eat salt and you should eat a lot more salt than you're told not to. I do like salt. So that's everyone good. like, here's my <laughs> hypothesis. Okay. Here's actually a research study I'm going to do well, as soon as I can get money and, mm -hmm. and funding or, and it wouldn't even cost that much. So what do you do when you really want salt? You go eat potato chips right mm -hmm. and then so until you feel like sufficient like i mean you've been eating everyone's been eating potato chips or like some sort of cracker and they're like i just really like the salt on this if they're being honest with themselves That's so what do the potato chip companies do low sodium potato chips you have to eat more of them to get the <gasps> amount of salt to get your fill of salt oh. and then i'm like oh my god i wonder if you took a bunch of people and gave me their bag of um sodium like low sodium potato chips or regular sodium potato chips i think they'd eat more of the low sodium potato chips and i think that's what's uh, increasing obesity and like stuff Ooh, like that right i don't I know because like i just got really into that thought pattern i'm like whoa i like that <laughs> i feel like it kind of makes sense though it, it totally makes does sense. it totally does if you already had just like a like a, a teaspoon of salt you're not gonna go want to eat a bunch of really salty chips that's true and i don't know i don't know so so i want to like do some studies like that just along those lines of like i think that would be my end goal is just like helping funding research in ways that allow people to be like kind of take control of their own lives and be like oh my god like this body that i'm currently like in has wants and needs that i don't that i've been lied to about yeah that's true i like that yeah that's cool but it's like a half-baked idea i'll get it there eventually i'm only yeah. 22 you know i mean yeah exactly that's the thing is that we're only 20. we're young I which know. is weird so so you'll be you you'll have lived for three times as long of this by the time you're like 60. that's Jeez, insanity but I it doesn't know. really feel like time passes does it i feel like honestly time is flying by that's the thing it's just like i feel like i just like holy shit like my little sister's in middle school when the fuck did that happen like i okay. remember just like being young and mm -hmm. now it's like but the thing i'm still young so you are still well i always just feel like like we're always in the present we've never been not outside the present but people are always like oh time goes this i've experienced weeks where time goes so slow or even like an hour that I swear felt like the longest hour of my That's entire true. life. So time goes by at different rates and no one really wants to talk about it. But I'm like, I've had hours that didn't even exist. And I've had hours that take all day. That's true. I completely agree. I feel like that and going, working in like retail. I mean, like, that's the oh thing. it's God. like, you were just waiting to like, literally like that time to come around to clock off. And it that's just like sucks. That yeah. sucks, especially because, so that's like my whole motto is like, I want to work for a world where people's time and energy is valued. Cause right now people's time is valued where you clock in and you're just selling your time, but like a way it's where awful. it's like, okay, you get paid based on like, okay, if you like, like help this many customers or sell this much or like fold this many clothes, if it's in retail or like, you know, like your energy should be valued too. Yeah. Cause if you don't value your energy, eventually it just kind of depletes. You got to like use your energy. It's like a muscle kind of thing is, is my like, I don't know. Like this is another like, like idea that I'm kind of tooling around with, yeah. but I'm like, cause it feels good to like, have you ever been like a salesperson? You said, 
Yeah. It feels good to like make money based off how good of something you do, like how much energy you put into a task. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, for me, like I didn't mind because it was a nonprofit. So like I was directly like seeing how they were benefiting the community. So I feel like that for me was just like beneficial itself because like they do like this backpack drive. They do like a the what is it called like food boxes and stuff Mm, so it's just like that's cool that's just like we're finding that um but like uh my partner recently was like working for like a kind of like a corporate job but like corporate like as in it's a huge just chain Mm -hmm. so it's just like for him it was just awful like it was just like he knew that he was gonna be like contributing to like this capitalistic world and like actually not benefiting anybody or anyone around him but like making like a small wage yeah so Mm -hmm. it's just like we're just like I don't know right now it's just like rough just trying to like um navigate how to like live and like this like certain limitations that are present just like around us because I feel like limitations that are present like what what would be a limitation like there's a lot when it comes because like I mentioned previously um that has a lot to do with it is that just kind of limits like a lot of what you do if you don't have something you kind of start noticing like you're more aware of it, mm-hmm. of like the things that you don't have access to, if that makes sense. Like what? What would be an example? Um, so let's say, uh, so I have a friend um, who is undocumented and it sets up like a lot of like just kind of limitations around that, like inability to like have a driver's license and the ability to like. Didn't that just get passed from Kate Brown though? Yeah, but it's not going to come into effect like a year from oh, now. Okay. I think like 2021. I mean, it's great. So it's every amazing. time he or she drives around, it's kind of like a dangerous territory or what? Yeah, it is. Cause you know, at any point, like if it's a traffic stop, um, if you're in like rural areas right now, like I don't know, like, uh, Trump has kind of released that like, uh, immigration agencies are working alongside like police officers and stuff. Mm. Um, Eugene did pass a, no ice allowed here. Kind yes, of thing? correct. That they wouldn't uh, have their police officers assisting or so we hope. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the thing. It's like, you gotta trust them. Um, so, um, for me, it's just like uh, that, just, um, also being able to like, um, apply for work. Um, if you're doing it, like, it's just kind of like, you're taking measurements that like, you know, that this could like harm you, you know? Um, is is it impossible for him or her to get a job? Because every time I've applied for a job, I've needed to use like a social security number. Yeah. So is there a workaround for that? There is. There's ways. Nice. Of course. Um, that's the thing. It's like when you when you're talking about immigration, you gotta understand like this is also like historically based, because um, a lot of these institutions exist for some reason, you know. Mm-hmm. And the thing, it's like you're not like that's what I'm saying. You're not aware of these institutions or anything if it doesn't concern you. If it doesn't like if it doesn't concern you. Um, so it's just that. Yeah, just like, not aware. Just not aware of it at yeah, all. Yeah, basically. Not on your radar. Basically. And that's the thing. It's like, I also don't blame people for not knowing. Because like, we all have so much to worry about as exactly. is. Exactly. So. Um, Respect. For, yeah. So for me, it's just like, I understand like what it entails and stuff. And for me, it's just like, uh, just seeing that and like knowing that that's also like affecting uh pretty big community in the u.s like for me it just like it kind of starts like you start wondering like well what else is this system doing you know like what else is it like adamantly trying to like who is it adamantly trying to like keep down and Mm -hmm. like who else is it adamantly trying to like uphold and stuff and it's just that like it seems pretty obvious right now uh, yeah just i mean subtle laws and stuff like the one the one thing that i actually watched was kanye went and talked with trump at the oval at the office or something oh yeah i think yeah. that was incredible he's like you got to get rid of the 13th amendment it's a trap door if you're if you're building the constitution that is the ground of society and you have a trap door in there if you mess up you go end up with the unabomber 
you got to get rid of that. And I'm like, wow, absolutely. The fact that you can be kind of in slavery if you do something illegal and that tends to those those laws tend to be based around black and brown communities. Yeah, that's pretty messed up. I mean, yeah, that tends definitely. to be aimed at to helping some people and hurting some other people. Yeah, definitely. <sighs> I don't know. That's a lot. <laughs> it, 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 it's too a lot, especially because like. I don't know. As a, as a white male in society today, it's like I'm not benefiting from the prison industrial complex, but the pe- but I'm also not being hurt from it. So just by me existing, I'm not having a job and paying into society. Like, but like, what can I really do? Like, I'm t- slowly trying to like start to grow something that helps it. You know? Yeah. But yeah. it's just a lot. It's just it's just weird. It's like the left is very you're for us or against it, and the right is like we don't care. I'm like okay, I'll be in the middle then. But then you say the moderates are dangerous. How is moderate dangerous? Because that's the thing. I feel like uh, the ability to not have to like adamantly pick a side, if that makes sense. It's like that comfort zone that's a little dangerous because there are people that are still like. For me, it's just like I'm growing up. I'm starting to understand the world and stuff, and like. All I keep hearing is like some pretty bad news. Like there are a lot of people that are currently suffering. There are a lot of people that are like have um, gone to prison and like didn't even commit the crime. That's horrible. You know, and it's just like stuff like that. It's just like, um, I don't know. For me, like when it comes down to it, like I feel like individuals just need to start asking themselves, like, are we living in a society that like we are okay with? Right. Are we? Like, is it benefiting us like how it should be? I think it's heading in a good direction. I think it's better than it ever has been. And people are like, that's not a good argument. It should be better. I'm like, well, it's moving there. It can't radically change. Like, I think things change for the better slowly and things change for the worse really quickly in the yeah. blink of an eye. So I think we are slowly working toward a better world and it's going to take a while. But here's the real thing that I'm... Do yeah. we have time though? That's the other question. What do we not have time for? Uh, climate change. Climate change is, is real. It's a very real thing. It it's is. not as big of a deal as everyone says. They just want you to be scared. That's the thing, though. Like, do you like, are you sure, though? Because we're starting to see like the years coming by, like it's starting to get progressively worse. And like, we haven't actually had like any sort of action whatsoever to like. Yes, we have. Slowly. There's been tons and tons and tons of action. I actually just had it on ties. I don't want to I don't want to re-expose all of it, but like. Costa Rica doubled its forest cover over the past 30 years. Britain is rapidly put, phasing out coal. Um, seven years ago, it was over half of, um, half of their energy every month, and now it's 10% or less. UK doubles its contribution to the Climate Change Fund over $1.4 billion for the next four years. I mean, yeah. Like, it's change like, is happening. It is happening. It is. And honestly, it's just like... Uh, that's the thing. Like, I don't want to like backtrack on anything that... like. Um, like, yeah, like- it's a very real issue that people should be pressing for, but you don't have to be get like guilt about it. Like, oh my God, like I shouldn't even have kids because of this sick, messed up world. Uh, that's honestly where I am. Oh my do gosh. I, I don't think like, honestly, yeah, dude. Like I worry about like, I just, so I just recently have like a nephew. He's like four months old. I worry. I'm like, how is the world, the world going to be like when, by the time that you're like 30, like how is it going to be like? Because mm-hmm. the thing is just like, I feel like there has been a certain change that we haven't really like acknowledged that like has been happening um well the biggest of which is mental health decline due to technology and social media for the big part but also a loss of community something i've said on the show a couple of times is i always say i view the hispanic community housing much better family and community whereas other communities get so broken up that when you're at your lowest point in your life you don't have your family to turn to but every every member of any sort of family um from mexico or any sort of like they have family to turn to i mean yeah i agree to some degree because that's the thing is like uh the last four years i was also also dealing with some shit like that um because something happened to me that like literally like 
I kind of stepped away from like my extended family because I have a pretty big family. Mm-hmm. Um, and just there was a lot of like uh, drama, drama, <laughs> Wait, literally, really? no, straight so up, funny. actually. No, straight up. It was just like bad. And it's just like I, you start like realizing like also like uh, intergenerational trauma. Like, what know. is that? So I've heard about that a lot. I've looked into it a little bit, but I'm curious what you would say about it. Well, OK, so from what I can like, understand it is just that like um, like, let's say like. Uh, it's like your mother still has a wound that she really hasn't healed from it. It could still pass uh, on to like you. Like let's say if like uh, she was beaten, like either like abused or like yeah. alcohol, like either like addiction or like just like certain traits that can be like passed down from generations. Just because like it's something that you don't really like. Uh, they're like the parents don't really heal from it. Um, and like later on, it's just cast out in like certain ways, just like um, through either like behavioral ways or like uh, just with like they either start treating their child or something and that can also get like passed on to them and then like it just unlocks a whole other like psychological horrible cycle yeah but i think do you think the cycles get better over time i feel like they are getting better better i feel like um it's just like it just comes down to the individual to want to like heal to like want to like um be okay and like understand like why they were so angry um like for me uh i feel like for most of high school and stuff i was like just I'm just kind of like in the background. I just try to keep chill. I don't really like social media. I don't. It. It's like a whole what about thing, Reddit? I think. What? What about Reddit? I don't get on there either. You don't I, go on there. So you just stay off your phone? Um. No, I'm on my phone. That's the thing. It's just like, but I'm looking at like the dumbest like shit. Um. It's so funny. Well, memes are memes are good. Memes yes. are like the best side of technology. It is. That's the thing. It's memes like, and education. Yes, exactly. Um. But that's the thing. It's just like uh. I'm trying to step away from it. I really don't like posting on social media either just because, like, it brings on, like, a whole onset paranoia of, like, this other thing that just, like, um, <laughs> I talk so – I talk really vaguely. I'm sorry. That's fine. I mean, I mean, if you want to talk – like, some people talk very specific. It's interesting. It's another spectrum. Everything's a spectrum. But if you talk way too vague, people are like, what the fuck is that nutcase talking about? If you talk way too specific, people are like, what the hell is that nutcase talking exactly. about? Exactly. So I'm trying to find a middle ground of like using vague terms, but putting it in concrete like yes. term. And you do pretty good at that. You, you you are like bringing it back to reality like okay. pretty, pretty, pretty commonly. Thanks. As long as you don't get like too nitpicky. You're like, yeah, this one time, this one very specific thing happened there. I'm right. like, okay, well, no one really cares, you know? Right. I don't yeah. know. That's at the end of like a podcast is like, does anyone really care? And people care about like just fun conversations like this. That's good. Because it's moderately entertaining. It's educational enough. Like someone might listen to this and be like, oh, you know what? I've been fear-mongered to, to see Latinas as over-sexualized or however. Right. But, but turns out they're actually really cool people. I'm going to talk to the next. Wh- what's the term Latinx? So that's just like uh, person I see, just kind of like non-binary, uh, just to be all gender inclusive and stuff. Um, but also including your race. So would I be white X? Oh, white X? No. <laughs> um, that's the thing. It's just like uh, when we talk, like uh, I guess it goes into like whole other stuff. Um, so we kind of like. So I was listening to your uh, to the podcast with Thomas and stuff, and you guys were talking about like identity politics, mm-hmm. kind of briefly. Um, that's the thing. It's just like it's something that like it kind of gets pushed upon you. Like, I was just kind of born into this body. As I grew up, I kind of started, like, I didn't know I was, like, Mexican or something up until, like, I don't know, second, third grade. And it's just, like, you don't process those things. You don't realize that, like, you're different and stuff up until you start kind of, like, giving, be given, like, these labels. Mm -hmm. And so that's the thing. It's just, like, for me, once you, once you kind of realize that, like, these institutions are also, like, because it becomes kind of like a thing that like uh, like Hispanic and stuff, that was kind of like a label that was given by the U.S. to like um, define like uh, Spanish speaking. Is it speaking. not a good term? Um, you can identify as that. That's fine. Like, but it, but it's also how, it's like. It's how you use it for the most part. 
Yeah, but it's like you also have to recognize like where that word came from and stuff. Mm, like, good point. What would be the preferred term for people from Spanish-speaking places? Not Spanish-speaking. That's the thing. It like comes down to the Latin-speaking. Is that it? Uh, Spanish-speaking. Spanish-speaking. Yeah, um, but they don't speak Spanish in Spain, do they? It sounds like they would. But yes, but like. Uh, what is it like brazil uh mm. speaks like portuguese and stuff so okay. they're like from latin america so they're latin but people from mexico would be spanish or that's only if you're so from Spain. hispanic is for spanish-speaking individuals so if they come from like a spanish-speaking like country and cool. stuff spain so. or mexico yes for the most part for the most a couple part. other maybe yeah yes and then uh latinos and stuff that's to like depend people from like latin america Okay. So that's kind of like a more broader aspect. Um, I oh, the Latinx is because the Latino, Latina. Yes. So it's a way of, okay. Yes. So you would be a Latina then? Yeah, I'd be Latina. Yeah. But like when I, like if I'm talking to like certain individuals, I can like say Latinx or whatever. But also there is pushback from the Latino community that hates that. Because, Whoa. Yeah. Because of the heteronormativity. Ooh. Heteronormativity. What do you mean? Because they prefer to have Latina or Latino instead oh, of like. Oh, like stop changing our language. That's yeah, always been here forever. Yeah. But not realizing that like we also have to be gender inclusive. Like there are like queer latinos and that's some queer, queer latinx i don't know queer I, I don't know <laughs> oh that's so funny yeah that's that's a whole can it's of worms whole... where you can never be fully and that's why, like why on my page i'm like i might say some some it's interesting thomas called me bigoted in one of these shows and i'm like what does bigoted mean and he's like it means you're biased against people i'm like well everyone's biased against people that doesn't make any sense but when i looked into it more bigot bigoted means being intolerant of the views of others and i'm like whoa you know who's intolerant of the views of others a lot of people on the left if anything so i'm like that's interesting i do think i mean um, some of them yeah but definitely republicans as well yes entirely but republicans from the republicans i've spoken to they're okay with me having radically different views from them but like when ty came on i'll put it this way left-wing people have pushed me more right-wing they pushed me out of the left wing where i'm like jesus but then talking to you like you haven't labeled yourself once you haven't forced your views upon me i'm like cool i can finally he start heading back to the left like i mean that's interesting uh that's the thing it's just like well because that's the thing all these labels get put on us like yep. i'm not trying to be like i'm not trying to get defined into like a certain thing and i definitely yeah. don't fit into like also what like, the latino norm is yes um so that's the thing but like i'm okay with that mm -hmm. i'm fine with that you like, should be if you label yourself that's another team that you have to then upkeep yeah but like, that's the thing but my argument with that too is that like i agree though that like these identities get forced onto us like there are institutions that like you still adamantly use this to like kind of like also do bad shit towards like certain communities so the thing is just like i acknowledge that but i also acknowledge that there's also like a bigger system like a systemic like kind of issue that like disproportionately like benefits others and mm -hmm. doesn't benefit like certain people and that's the thing that's just like i'm tiptoeing around it because i'm just right now like this is the first conversation i'm hoping that maybe i do get invited back and i would love to have that, you back like, you've been one of my favorite people to talk really? to yes absolutely uh, okay especially, uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> especially because it's like we can talk political but it's not getting like heated where someone's like, just I'm yelling at me the and table. then i have to yell back i'm like cool you're just an <laughs> enjoyable person to have a conversation with right and i'm learning and i'm sure listeners will learn too well i hope so cool. i mean because i'm learning as well like i want to i mean i that's the thing. I don't blame you for being white. Like, right? But people geez. do. It's a weird thing. And it puts me in a place where like a lot of people won't have a conversation with a person of a different race and just ask them questions like yeah. what is Latinx and Latino and Latino. Like people will just remain ignorant yeah. out of fear. So I'm like, I'll just have these conversations. I'll look like an idiot. I'm happy to. So if other people can <laughs> listen and be like, cool, I get to learn from that. 
That's true. That's uh, yeah, kind of I mean, I have been enjoying them. Like, I've been playing them in the background, and they're good. Some of they're them okay. are pretty entertaining. <laughs> um, it's <laughs> funny because, because like, I can't be like, oh, they're great, and I'm like, well, I'm really only. At, this is gonna be episode 21 or maybe 22, depending on the order, because I have someone coming right after. I don't know the order I'm gonna put them out. Um, but I'm like, Joe Rogan's episode 1300, and some of his stocks are still bad. So I'm like. They're not going to be good until I get to like episode 100. I'm just trying my best for now. That's true. I mean, I feel I feel like you're doing like a good job at least trying to get like a variety of like topics. Absolutely. I feel like that's interesting. It's, it's weird. I have this almost like kind of subtle goal. I'm like the more right wing I play, but the more left wing guests I have, the more inclusive it is. Because if I'm like, I am so far left wing and I just have left wing guests on. That's true. It's it, only there, speaking there to left wing no people. Yeah, that's the thing. It's just, it, gets, it goes back into the echo chamber. So I'm like, I want to remain as neutral as I can so no one feels ostracized listening to this. That's true. And then I want to have guests of all races, creeds, sex, genders, and everything on here and to just hear them out and just ask them very ignorant questions with a good heart. With a good heart. That's yeah, the that's the thing though. That's do. the thing. Yeah, I like that. Um, I think yeah. people who ask things without a good heart aren't evil, though. They're just like they're just coming from a place where they're like they're everything they've heard about. It, like if if someone approaches you, like an older person who hasn't talked to any Spanish-speaking person in ten years, and they've just seen it on the news a bunch, they're like, "This is going to be confrontational." Like they they already have it in their head before they even talk to you. That's true. What yeah. the conversation is going to be like? Yeah, that's what's hurting us. Yeah, basically, yeah, because it's already like assumed. Mm -hmm. Like I said, like earlier, like I usually walk away from people that are like adamantly like labeling out their trump 2020 signs and stuff just because i feel like those are the kind of people that just like i feel like have auto already like made up their mind and mm -hmm. like that's the danger that yeah i mean like i don't know for me it's just like have a conversation like we're not here to like i don't know don't listen <laughs> into the propaganda like yes, you know just don't like because it's just like fear-mongering i love it and it's just that and it's just divisive like it's just not helping anyone like uh i'm just trying to teach your kids <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. i'm just trying to like not hurt anyone you know so that's a beautiful thing don't don't buy into the propaganda we just did an hour that was wonderful. What? All right. Nice. I appreciate you being on. Um, I'll have you back in a couple months when you're a teacher. I'll get your input yes. as to what it's like working with kids. Definitely. All right. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for having me.